Hey, everyone. Hey, welcome to episode two of the Still Living on the Dance Floor podcast. Thank you guys so much for the great response on the first episode. We really did not expect that at all. We've literally been looking at the streams and the statistics being like, I can't believe this many people have listened to us talk. Like, literally. what is going on? I'm, like, sorry for my voice. I kind of hate it, but you know, I guess I got to get used to it. We have, like, 500 episodes to do, so... Um, how are you doing? How was your week? It was good, you know. Really didn't do much. Quarantine's getting to me a little bit. Quarantine's really getting to me. This was the, um, first full week that I've been done with my semester. Mm-hmm. Um, which has been nice. I have an internship, so I can focus on that more. Um, but I kind of, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I kind of miss school. Oh, for sure. Me I, like, too. really miss the structure of it. I miss, I, I don't know, I don't really like writing papers, but I like that feeling when it's done, when you can look back on all this research you did, mm-hmm. and you can finish your bibliography. I miss that feeling. I understand. Maybe we'll write some, like, academic journals about dance moms this summer. I think we have to, or, like, assignments, or maybe make homework for you guys, and then you have to turn in and we have to read it, because I'm literally losing my mind. Yeah, we can grade. That'll be more fun anyway. Oh, my God. We'll make a pyramid of whoever's stuff is the best. Oh, my God. We're onto something. This is a new idea. I'm going to trademark it right now. If any of y'all take this, we're coming for you. All right. So should we get right into episode two, which is called Wildly Inappropriate? Y'all know the one. It originally aired in 2011 and featured four dance routines. So there was, we get to see Maddie and Chloe's first solos, respectively. So Maddie performed Cry, Chloe performed Baby Mine. We got to see the iconic Vivian and Mackenzie duet, Why Can't We Be Friends? And of course, the even more infamous and iconic group dance, Electricity. This was an episode. Oh, this was such an episode. Before we, like, dive into any of the scenes, the thing that kept hitting me was now that I've watched more reality TV that's not just Dance Moms, you can really see them sort of plucking things from other successful shows and trying to put them in there and just seeing what worked. Like, the whole electricity concept of the inappropriate dance and the commentary and the arguments around that was very emblematic of, like, toddlers and tiaras, which was really popular at the time. And even just all the transitions of seeing the pictures of the girls posing with their moms is very housewives. Very real housewives. And they would even do, like, timestamps in this episode, mm-hmm. and they would pop up in the corner mm-hmm. if they were going to show someone's house. Like, Christy was in the corner, like, three times, mm-hmm. posing in a black dress. And mm-hmm. I miss that. Mm-hmm. I wish they would keep doing that. Mm-hmm. That didn't last very long, but it was interesting to see here. It was too much work for them. Okay. Vivi and Kathy are, like, officially in this episode. They are, they've met the moms, mm-hmm. they've met the girls, everyone has opinions on it. We'll get to that in a minute. Oh my god. But, you know, we have a full team now. Thank goodness, Vivi was the missing piece. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> Vivi was the missing piece of the puzzle, we've completed it now. Vivi, Vivi really was the glue. And then she was replaced with my little Kendall. Oh my god. Anyway. We'll get there. Anyway. (laughs) All right. So tell us what happened at Pyramid, Chandler. Okay. So we are coming back from the competition in Arizona. Phoenix was rough. Phoenix was very rough. We still have a chalkboard. Y'all don't worry. We have not moved to the mirror pyramid yet. Maddie is at the top of the pyramid again because Mm -hmm. she was great in the group dance and in her trio. So that gave her... A featured spot in this week's dance. That was her prize. Not, yes. not the solo that she's known for like a year. Right. Right. It is a featured spot in the group dance. Then we've got 
I think it then was Chloe. Had, then we had Paige was number oh, two. it was Paige. We were, Paige was starting strong. She was. That trio did great things for her. Really? That classic trio. And then it was Chloe. And then it was Chloe. And don't worry, we get to see another flashback to last week. We get to see the headband again. And it is now Chloe's fault. In the episode, it was all Christy and her wine that caused the headband to fall forward. And now it is Chloe's fault for not finding a bobby pin on the floor backstage. Yep. And she was punished. I just, I love watching, like, the girls' reactions to things when they're younger, and it's very, like, organic, and they're just kind of deadpan about it, because Abby asked Chloe, like, what will you do next time to make sure this doesn't happen? She's like, uh, make sure my headband stays in? She's like, try harder? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Chloe is woke. I wrote that down. I... She gets it. She understands. She's like, um, I'm not supposed to be yelled at like this. I don't know why she's yelling at me like this. But she's also so sweet. Like, compared to Maddie, who they make seem like this monster, she's like, I think I'm better than Chloe. <laughs> Chloe's like, Maddie. what the heck? <laughs> I really always had a soft spot in my heart for Maddie when I was watching this as a kid. Because I could just tell that they were really just trying to make her look bad. Mm-hmm. And it's just, why can't we like both Chloe and Maddie? Like, why do we have to pick one? <sighs> Feminism. Literally. Um, and we get to the bottom row of the pyramid. Right. And don't worry, there's arrows on the chalkboard to explain again, where you should be going. It does, again, look like a physics problem. <laughs> I don't understand what the arrows mean. And she's a physics major, so she really knows. That's what all my classrooms look like every time. <laughs> That's so stressful. Um, she puts an up arrow right next to Maddie every time. Like, how much higher can you go? Right. I don't Off the board. What if Maddie had just, like, jumped onto that back wall? (laughs) She's like, she has reached maximum capacity. Abby, please stop. But we have, on the bottom row, we have Brooke, and then next to Brooke is Nia, and then next to Nia is Mackenzie. Um, And this becomes a point of an argument between Mm -hmm. Kelly and Holly for a hot second in the rehearsal um, when they're trying to figure out who is more at the bottom. Yeah, I was like, okay, now it moves left and right. (laughs) Oh my God, we haven't gotten to the episode where Abby just puts them in a straight line because one person messed up and she just blames the whole group. A cultural reset. Literally. Um, Maddie's still at the top of that, don't worry. So also something I noticed in this pyramid when they're looking at the headshots, like Abby was kind of dramatically pulling the headshots off the chalkboard for emphasis mm, on each girl. Off the magnets. And so you really get to see like a zoom, like a zoomed-in view of these headshots. And this was truly the period of time where like we as a collective society, would do a full face of makeup and then just not touch her eyebrows. Mm. So, like, Maddie, like, looks gorgeous, has all this makeup on, is clearly ready to, like, go on stage after having her picture taken, and then no one did anything to her eyebrows. We leave Pyramid hearing that Maddie and Chloe are going to be doing solos. Mm -hmm. They're going to compete against each other on the show for the first time, um, in that we are going to get to see a West Coast jazz-inspired, hot, sizzling, fierce (laughs) group dance in the 9 to 11 age category entitled Electricity. My main note from this whole episode was, Abby, read the room. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Like, the dance, we were talking about this, the dance isn't that bad. Right. It has its moments. Yeah. But the dance itself is great and would have done well in Arizona right. instead of Lancaster. party, 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 and they should have switched. <laughs> this but is the hill that Chandler's going to die on. Literally. Chandler hates party, party, party. Y'all, don't get me started. Anyway. Um, 
Yeah, so now we, so pyramid's done, we move into rehearsals, and so they start with rehearsing electricity. Um, and I have to say, Chloe's Leo's are so cute. Like, the, the Leo... The black with the rhinestones? Are and you And with the, um, the, like, half turtleneck, like, I have that in my closet, but it's like, like a bodysuit. a bodysuit. Honestly? Trend setter. Yes. <laughs> Chandler like the kind of a stroke. <laughs> She's talked about party, party, party one time, <laughs> and my mind is gone. I can't stop thinking about it. Justice for party, party, party. No. Imagine <laughs> if Justice had been in party, party, party. Justice. We'll get there. Y'all need to follow him on Instagram. He's got a very aesthetic Instagram now. Okay. Um. The yeah. rehearsals. All right. So they're clips from the first episode. Yes. Maddie is, like, about to cry of sickness, but that's not acknowledged anymore. Right. Um, I have to say, so, like, we're watching, you know, at the beginning, they have, they take probably, like, 32 counts, and they have each girl have a little, like, eight count of their own as they enter. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like, Maddie does a leap, like, Brooke does a front aerial. Then you see Nia (gasps) walking in like an Egyptian. She? I don't know what that was. There was, like, a shimmy and... A passe with a squat. I don't know. (laughs) This poor kid. Again, done so dirty. So dirty. And she had to, like, move in a circular motion while moving in. And then Abby's just yelling her, it's all about the butt. (laughs) It's all about the butt. I'm like, oh. Also, the poor kid at um, Pyramid, they, she and Chloe are the two that get called out for making mistakes. Mm -hmm. So Chloe is, of course, with the headband the week before. And then poor Mia, Abby is straight up just like, what did you do wrong? Literally. She's like, she's like, oh, I, uh, I probably could have pointed my feet more. And then they show a montage of all the moments where Mia has sloppy feet. Mia, I feel so bad for her. I just, the only solace is that she's probably thriving, honestly, like most of everybody in the cast now. Right. But, oh, this girl, she's just done so dirty from the beginning. She is. Like, the literal beginning. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so we get through the electricity group dance rehearsals. Yes. We see Miss Vivi. So, Kathy and Vivi arrive in the studio. And... Melissa, Melissa's the only one who's met Kathy besides Abby at this point. Right. And so she starts telling the other moms about Kathy and the look on Christy's face of pure terror. She's terrified. When Melissa says that she is perkier than Melissa is. Christy's not ready. (laughs) She's not ready. She's like, I need a week to prepare. You're telling me she's coming in today. She also calls her snobby poppins. Underrated moment. I think this this episode had a lot of really good one-liners. Mm-hmm. So we so Kathy comes in and you know automatically the moms are like, if you own a studio, why mm-hmm. why are you driving two hours here? Of course, no one's acknowledging that there's a television show filming. Right. So it's just like, why isn't the quality of your dance studio just good enough for your own daughter? So I don't know. It's not streaming on Lifetime. It's just not working for me. It's just not right. I want to go home. <laughs> I can't take the pressure. <laughs> so, Vivi is doing a private with Abby, in which Abby says that she, you know, has a hard time bringing in kids from other studios because they don't know correct terminology, which ends up being a theme over the course of the show. But she says things like they understand things instead of 
Jetai, they say flying saucer leap. <sighs> I just can't. Y'all need to watch the episode and watch this private and like the things Vivi did. It's a, it's a, you see, so Abby makes Kathy go sit in the corner. And play the music. Which makes me think of the um, song from Taylor Swift where she's like, now go sit in the corner and think about what you did. Mm-hmm. And Kathy's like sweating the whole time because <laughs> she knows Vivi is not going to impress Abby in any way. And so, she, so Abby's like, okay, what does she say, passe? Yeah, passe and she does it wrong. She, she puts her leg out instead of putting it forward. And so Abby's like, okay, parallel. And Vivi is six and has <laughs> never like, studied geometry. And? and then you see Gabby, who's like nudging. Mm-hmm. Like she's across the across the studio trying to wave her hand in the direction that Vivi should point her leg. Vivi's and not getting it. It's just the cringe humor. <laughs> and I feel bad because it's so funny, but it's at the expense of this six-year-old who clearly doesn't want to be there. Right. Oh. She wants to play baseball, according to this episode. It changes to softball later, yeah. but it's baseball in this episode. The other thing that we kept thinking about, or like kind of looking at each other about while we were watching, was everyone keeps mentioning that Kathy has all this money. Where does the, where's the right. money from? Is it the beef jerky? Is it the is Katie Apple's dance center just so profitable? That's what I'm wondering. So many questions. What is she investing in? Right. She's investing in Abby this whole time. She's, <laughs> she's actually a part of the whole money laundering scandal, but she, she got away with it. No, she's investing in the company that makes all the peace sign jewelry that Abby wears. The seashells, too. Yes. Don't forget about the this seashells. This episode gave us a peace sign ring, which was really ironic because the show, like, the camera flashes to Abby and you see the ring as she's screaming at the bus driver. So mm-hmm. clearly the peace sign ring was not... Not it. Yeah, there was also, like, a flip-flop v-neck moo-moo <laughs> moment. She said tropics. Mm-hmm. She said culture. <laughs> she said, I've been on a cruise. <laughs> mm, she was a lot tanner in this episode. By the end, I don't know if she went to the tanning bed. She was trying real hard. That's all I gotta you say. Know, Lancaster. You have to impress. <laughs> Dress to impress. Well... We move on from that first interaction with Kathy to the costume fitting. Mm, with Sandy. The prostitutes. I think that's one of the most iconic lines that's ever come out of the show, for oh, sure. Absolutely. And it was the second episode. Because it ends up we being ready. so applicable. I know. <laughs> um, so the girls come in one by one. I think they start with Nia. Then they go into Chloe. They have Paige come in. Kelly's thriving. Kelly is the mom from Mean Girls. I think like, I would be Kelly. Yeah, Kelly and Melissa think this is great. Mm-hmm. Holly and, Ke- and Christy are horrified. Right. So, Different really, both spectrum. genders right there. Literally. So, um... Are you more on Holly Christy or Kelly Melissa? So, here's something that I was thinking about was that when you see the costumes, they're not really, like, as far as just the size of the costume, they're not any skimpier than anything else right. that they wear. I think the issue is that... The costumes don't sexualize the kids. It's the people who see the kids in the costumes who sexualize Mm -hmm. them. So, like, it's this weird double-edged sword because they should be able to wear those in public and wear those to a competition without anyone taking it to that sexualized Mm -hmm. place. So that's not the world we live in. But that's not the world we live in. Right. Um, So that was kind of my sociology brains thought process when I saw those costumes. Yeah, I agree. But, like, my initial thought would be, like, I'm a Kelly. I don't care. But at the same time, I should. Right. So. Well, and then Abby's sitting there trying to defend herself, and she's like, well, the kids like it. Right. I'm like, that. they're eight. (laughs) Right. The parents are are saying, you know, that's our job as parents and mentors to Mm -hmm. 
keep them safe, to protect them from those things. They don't see, as Chrissy says at the competition, they don't see, like, the men in the um, dance hall whose heads are turning when they Mm -hmm. see that. Like, the girls don't notice that, you know? They could also be turning because they have 17 cameras following them, and it's a dance competition in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So. That, too. Lots to unpack. A lot. What do you think about the costumes? Okay, again, I don't think they're that bad. I like you said, they're pretty much like any other costume they wear, except they are intense colors and there's fishnets added, mm. which don't compliment it. I the fishnets never help. They never do. Because this happens again a couple times. Mm-hmm. And the hair's a lot, too, mm-hmm. by the end. It makes sense, because, like, electricity, it looks like they were electrocuted. You know, I can see the vision she was going for. The brand is strong. It is, but... They were a little, like, matched with the dance. It's too much. Mm -hmm. Put that with a different dance. I don't think you'd have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. It's just, again, Abby, read the room. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) All the puzzle pieces put together don't fit. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Well, especially because she keeps saying, you know, this is what we needed in Arizona. Right. Well, ma'am, it's not like you're never going to Arizona again. Save the group dance for a rainy day. You do, in fact, move to L.A. (laughs) One point. Flash forward. Save it. Okay. Well, after we go back to apparently Vivi's private went well enough to earn a dance with Kenzie. And I'm just wondering how bad would the private have needed to be to not get the dance? Because I don't think that went very well. Not at all. I mean, any of the moves Abby was trying to have Vivi do in the private were not included in this duet. That is true. This duet was pure tricks. Well, the moves were included for Kenzie to do, and then mm. Vivi's just, like, shaking it next to her. Oh, there's a lot of shaking for Vivi. Yeah. From, like, the shoulder up. Yes. <laughs> Specifically, it's, like, a head nod and a shoulder shimmy. Also, that their costumes end up looking like um, the discard pile at Justice. Oh, my God, you're right. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. We also get one of my favorite lines from the show that I think is super underrated, where they're watching from upstairs as the girls, as Vinny and Kenzie work on their duet for the first time, and you just hear Melissa, Melissa's watching, and you just hear her go, oh, she just stepped on my daughter. (laughs) And also, Chrissy, towards the beginning of the episode, they're sitting in that observation mezzanine, as Abby calls it, and she goes, we're just a bunch of jackasses sitting up here. What does that mean? (laughs) Like, she was getting paid to sit up there. Right. And you could leave if you... And she does. Right. She tries. <laughs> she Let's get to that. Well, okay, but this is also when Kathy meets the moms for the first time. Because mm. Kathy's allowed to stay and Vivi's private, but by the time Kenzie comes in, Abby's like, you gotta go. Right. She's like, you can't choreograph. So I also think Kathy needs to learn how to read the room. Because mm. everything she said, it was like, do you ever wonder what someone's what's going on in someone's mind? Mm-hmm. That's just how... She's in her own world. She just immediately comes up and just starts criticizing the way that they do everything. Are you guys stoning your own costumes? I'm not a stoner. She she literally says, I'm not a stoner. And she's like, we have people for that at my studio. And Kelly fully goes, why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) All of Kelly's interviews in this um, episode are either being like, "What what, what is wrong with Kathy? Or saying... I love, I love the group dance. I, <laughs> I see nothing wrong with it. 
I don't see what the other moms are having a problem with. That's literally what she says. I'm not like other moms. I'm a cool mom. She is a cool mom. Well, the other thing that really hit me is that um, Kelly and Kathy, like, very much have the care and haircut. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, this feels weird in my mind, but this show was happening at the same time as Johnny K plus eight. And that hair. And that hair. The spiky hair. <laughs> But they, I don't know if they made it better or worse by adding, like, highlights. highlights to it. Kathy's hair is five different colors in this episode. <laughs> so they took that to the extreme. Look, Kathy walked so that Jill could run. Oh, my God. Stop. Jill's quaking somewhere. <laughs> How many hairstyles did Jill have? The limit does not exist. Got it. Well, that's why she brings in the cowboy hat. Right. We'll get there. We'll get there. It's for um, texture. <laughs> Add some spice. I hate it. <laughs> so, um, once Vivian Kenzie's private is done, um, we really get to see the Maddie Coley showdown for the first time with their solo rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, that seed of Maddie gets all the time with the teachers. I was going to say, that narrative is... You could play what Christy complains about, like, blindly, and it could be for any episode. Literally. She says that in every episode. Literally. That Maddie has more time than Chloe. And they haven't really dug into the whole, like, Melissa scheduling the privates yet. Mm-hmm. Which we which I feel like would have made her argument stronger from the beginning. Right. Because she kind of, like, with that, you know, her complaints and her ranting and then the breakdown you see in the next episode, it just makes her look really whiny. Mm-hmm. And I do think, I think she has a point. I don't think she's wrong necessarily, but this did not do her perspective justice Yes, at all. In, in a few episodes, we'll get to that horrible breakdown that made Maddie McKenzie cry because Maddie did two solos. We'll get there. But that's another one that makes her look, out of context, it looks ridiculous. It looks not good. Bad. And I think the thing is that they're, they paint Melissa in a good light by just not really showing her at all. Mm-hmm. They have a couple, there's a couple interviews where, um, this is where we get the interview with Maddie where it sounds like she really can't speak. And she says, <laughs> I've won many more awards than her. Maddie, Queen of English. <laughs> um, Maddie, the actress. Which I feel like, the thing is that you will, and this happens with all of the kids, that they have interviews where they sound like normal kids and they're just talking. And then they have interviews like that, which make me think that maybe they're being fed the lines. Oh, they definitely are. And so, again, it's like they're trying to make Maddie look like this spoiled brat who gets all the rehearsal time and that's why she's good and then Chloe's the underdog. And it just, you know, it just isn't as believable when you watch it. Mm-hmm. Again. It's not organic no. in the slightest. No. Um, but we get to see the iconic cry solo for the first time. Which is one of our personal favorites. Definitely. We're obsessed. Did anyone else just listen to that song? When they were sad, like without se- watching Maddie, seventh grade Megan is sad. Is <laughs> <laughs> a sad and B has memorized that song. Oh, for sure, and the dance at yes. this point, we could probably do it if you just play the song. Yeah, probably. Um, and we get to see it probably three or four more times on the show, so mm-hmm. don't worry about it. And a remix with Mackenzie. Yes. <laughs> um, um, I I liked Chloe solo too. I love that cute little solo. And it's, like, a great costume. The words hit a little different when you understand them. Yeah, baby mine. Mm, like This boy is my favorite toy. When it comes to loving, he takes his time. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, let's not promote Ab- that. Abby has a way with her music. <laughs> um, 
But basically, that narrative of, like, Maddie gets all the attention and Maddie gets all the time is really rooted here. And you see that because of that, you see Christy making Chloe rehearse on their porch, which she is not impressed with how Chloe's doing. She never is. Mm -mm. There's, like, a bunch of other episodes where it's the same clip of Christy and Chloe working together, like, separately. And she Mm -hmm. pushes her so hard. I mean, and it's wild because in my mind, like... I guess I forgot about this, and in my mind, you know, Christy's always the one who stands up to Abby and doesn't give in to that and just lets Chloe do her own thing and is quirky and has the one-liners, but, I mean, really, like, in this first season, she is pushing her probably harder than they make it look like Melissa pushes Maddie, mm-hmm. and which I think goes back to the whole, that was such a thing on Toddlers and Tiaras, this idea of, you know, the moms are living vicariously through their daughters right. and pushing their daughters for that reason, and I think that's maybe what they're hinting at with Christy. Yeah, because she had, she alludes to this horrible childhood mm. when she, like, lives with her grandparents. She doesn't have a good relationship with her mom. Mm-hmm. Which all comes out in this in breakdown. <laughs> so, Christy's crying. She's crying, standing outside Studio A. Kelly's like, why are you crying? (laughs) And Christy is mad. There's Cheerios on her kitchen floor. Laundry needs to be done. Homework. We need to go to bed early. She needs to beat her husband home so he doesn't see the mess. Apparently, because Mark is just some scary man. Apparently. Mystery man, because we never see Mark. We've heard great things about Mark, but she's also afraid to have a dirty house for when he gets home. Check out Christy's YouTube channel. We Mark's on there. Yeah. So, yeah, so Christy is, Christy is crying, and my first thought is she's, she's crying, she's like, I need to go home, we need to go home, I need to eat dinner, like, the kids need to eat dinner, we need to go home, and all I can think of was that was about 75% of our breakdowns in high school were just us being like, I need to go home, I can't be here anymore. We were, Christy. (sighs) Were we out of line? Maybe. Probably. Yes. Still tracks, though. Facts. Yeah, um, so Christy's crying, Mm -hmm. and she goes to Abby with Chloe and is like, we need to leave, like, we gotta go. Abby's like, Chloe has a top class, why are you crying? (laughs) And they, and so she asks Chloe, what do you think? And Chloe says, basically verbatim, everything that Christy had just said. Yeah, because Chloe, I don't think, understands this either. (laughs) No, and um, literally everyone is in the lobby at this point, like, crowding around them, looking at Christy, like, what is wrong with you? And so they, so Abby's like, Abby goes in her whole, like, go-to spiel of none of the kids that I have that worked on Broadway would ever do this, and Mm -hmm. you should never get a job if you can't handle it, and leave. Get out of my face. Right. So they go outside. And have they this have, moment. They have, it's also weird that it takes place, like, they open the trunk, and they're sitting, like... Like, this in, had to, like, take five minutes to get everything placed where it is, and then they sat down and had this dramatic conversation. Plus, they had Clara with them, but you don't see Clara where in this scene, go? so, like, they probably had to, like, put her in her car seat and occupy her a little bit so she wouldn't cry, because she was, like, two, and she's yeah. the one who should be crying. You know? Right. So. But she was fine. We get this scene, and Chandler and I are both looking at each other, like, there has to be more going on to this that we don't know about. Chrissy, like, this breakdown was kind of intense. She, like, she is sobbing, and she kisses Chloe on the cheek so hard that, like, she has lipstick on her cheek, and Christy has to, like, awkwardly, like, start rubbing her cheek to mm-hmm. blend it in. And then Chrissy's like, we can go home. But you'd have to pull your solo. Right. Which, 
Which what? she's known this dance for a long time. A very long time. Like, what's the issue? I don't understand. She's supposed to be in tap class, not practicing her solo right now. Right. And she keeps saying, um, I'm so sorry. I know I promised you. I'm so sorry. And I just, like, maybe she did promise they could go home early, but it just seems deeper than that. Right. Chloe's like, I'll just go back inside. And so she does. She does without Christy. Christy right. goes home. Christy goes home. <laughs> Christy needed to go home. She also says, it's an hour. I'll come pick you up. What? I, just an hour prompted that break. There just had to have been more going Yeah. On. And also, you can leave and drop your child off and come back. That should have been done more often. <laughs> <laughs> like, that concept is foreign. Well, it's also, I think it shows, and again, maybe there was some outrage that the producers don't show, but every time that Holly does that for work, all hell breaks loose with Abby, Abby being like, so she needs a parent here. She needs someone here. She, what does she say? She's not as swift she, as you think she is. She's not that swift. Um, but then Christy does it, and Abby's like, good riddance, get out of here, like, mm-hmm. goodbye. Please like, go get a job. <laughs> All right, well, after the breakdown... We get to the bus ride. <laughs> the bus is in the parking lot, bus driver Jim mm-hmm. First time. There. Kathy's riding the bus, which later becomes a foreign concept. She takes her... Is this the only time she rides the bus? Yeah, then she takes her C-Series Mercedes. Because <laughs> she has so much money. Yeah. Her beef jerky money. <laughs> I don't. Uh, someone please find out where her money comes from. Someone pull the tax returns or something. Or maybe I'll just like DM Poodle Toes one <laughs> and see if she answers. She called. Side note: Did you see the TikTok where she someone commented on Vivi, and then she commented back on them and called them fat? No. <laughs> Kathy's ruthless. Kathy, we were all rooting for you. Were we? No. Once no, she, we were rooting for Vivi. We're we're still rooting for Vivi. She's doing fine. I mean, especially once Kathy did that build the wall dance. I was like, oh. you were already canceled before this, but now you're canceled forever. Kathy. We'll get there, but that's also when they had to when um, Nakaya's mom had to teach everyone that racism still exists. Oh, that's in a different. When they're in L.A., that happens yeah. again, too. Yeah. With, like, Cameron. Yeah. And Holly. And, yep. and Jill literally is like, I don't think that's still a thing. <laughs> and Holly's like, oh, my God. White people be better. Oh, God. Okay, well, back to 2011. <laughs> <laughs> better times, apparently. We're, so we're on the bus, and Kathy's getting sick. Kathy is turning green. She's sweating. <laughs> and I think we need to take a moment to appreciate Melissa's deadpan because even it's though perfect. Melissa ends up being the nicest to Kathy, they end up at least looking like they're friends and like keeping in touch a little bit. Kathy keeps looking back and every time she looks back, she looks right at where Melissa's sitting and she's like, is it hot in here? Is it just me? And she goes, it's, it's you. Just, it's just you. <laughs> Melissa, I love you. <laughs> for that doing great you're doing amazing sweetie. yep and then there's abby yelling at the bus driver bus driver jim he did not take the turnpike <laughs> this is when we see the peace time rings mm-hmm. and a towel on her head which is also alluding to like season five come in with no makeup or bra or take your shirt off right so the cameras can't film you right like this was just a sneak peek i abby with her hair towel walked so that men on TikTok who put their hair up in a towel to look like women could run. Right. She created the concept of the hair towel, actually. <laughs> Transatic. There was literally, no one did that before she did. Right. I wonder if she had hair towels in prison. Probably not. Probably not. Oh, I was going to say something bad, but I'll restrain myself. <laughs> I can't say that. This is about her being sick. I can't go there. 
We'll get there. I can't go there right now. Whoa. So anyway, we're on the bus. (laughs) And um, for whatever reason, they're super rushed. And so they need to do all their prep. And I just, I felt like I was like having an out of body experience watching Abby, who is like on the like, like, I don't know if you've ever driven in Pennsylvania and, like, New mm-hmm. Jersey and, like, that area. But, like, driving on the turnpike there is stressful. And Abby's screaming at this bus driver that he can't change lanes because they're doing eyeliner. Right. Easy on the road is what she yells, <laughs> like, five times. We're doing eye makeup back here. Easy on the road. <laughs> There's a very specific way she says it. <laughs> but she's still got the hair towel on then, so she's still not ready. And it's, it's cute. I think we see a couple... Um, like, moments in the episode of, like, how the girls are just, like, kind of normal kids at this point and friends. Like, mm-hmm. you see Chloe and Maddie laughing at how they have to be stretching on the bus and they're, like, awkwardly, yeah. like, doing splits over the seats, which is, like, a safety hazard for sure. <laughs> a problem if there was some kind of accident. Right. Like, what would that end up as? Uh, but they're like, LOL, this is just what we do. We're rushed. We're quirky. We're quirky. We're eight and we're quirky. We're so quirky. Um, she also, you mentioned, and I didn't even notice what Maddie doesn't have a cry costume on it is for another dance yep i need to know all these other dances that they did how many dances do you think they did per competition before it got like rigged almost well i know that before the show they obviously weren't going to competitions every week Mm -hmm. and so they'd go to you know maybe on average one a month and so everyone would do all of their dances because you know why not and i also i could be wrong about this so correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure that the tuition that they paid kind of said, you know, if you're paying all this money, you're going to get more than one dance. Like, you're going to get a solo. Like, you could get a duet, Mm -hmm. you know, that sort of thing. So I think then – I think, you know, they bring up the money argument a lot, which – you know, with how much money they're paying, they should. Oh, my God. Um, It's kind of very Karen-y, but they have a a point. They pay, like, $20,000 a year. Right. That is so much money. And I'm like, if I think, I don't know, actually. Like, I can't imagine, like, if any of them are actually in private school and paying for dance. Right. No wonder you'd homeschool. You'd save so much money. Literally. Lifetime school. Yep. The best education that there is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So we get to the competition, mm-hmm. and they immediately go into solos. Yeah. So we hear both. Maddie and Chloe talk about how they're really nervous. They feel like they have a lot of pressure. And it's kind of sad to think of, like, it's very, like, weird and kind of sad to watch it because, you know, both of them have talked about how since being on the show, like, they struggle with anxiety and they need to go to therapy to, you know, break down a lot of the things they learned on the show. And, I mean, this show's a, like, it was there even before the show started. And the show definitely exacerbated it, amplified Mm -hmm. it, and accelerated it. But it just, it's very sad to watch a eight-year-old sit there and feel like she's under all this pressure and, you know, like, this is supposed to be fun. Yeah, and backstage, they're, like, hyperventilating. At least Paige was back there. That was, it was very cute to watch, like, the three of them be mm-hmm. really good friends. Yeah. And after Maddie's done her dance, the big group hug they have. Oh, that's so cute. Awesome. I missed that. And then it was destroyed. Yeah, and I... I take so last episode I talked about how I really hate how they pan to the audience and the dances and I still stand by that for sure but it is less bad when they pan to like Paige backstage beaming while Chloe's dancing like that's cute that is necessary yes that's okay and also in this episode specifically with this group dance Mm -hmm. the mom's faces 
great. Is okay. Good content. But so Chloe goes first, right? Mm-hmm. Baby mine. It's mm-hmm. literally the cutest little dance. It's so cute. And she kills it. She she does such a good job. That costume is adorable. I wish she would have worn that more. I mean, they don't really do that on the show. Yeah. Sometimes they do, but. Um, costume's adorable. She does a great job. Um, it's interesting because there have been um, interviews with the cast, and I'm specifically thinking of an interview that Gianna did once, where she talks about in the beginning of the show, so i.e. now, the um, producers and the editors didn't under- didn't truly like comprehend why the music had to be synced up to the mm-hmm. exact moment in the dance. So you see that problem here because you hear the clapping at times where she just like does a fan kick. Right. And it's not anything that deserves that level of applause. Like it's just kind of a standard right. for their age group. Mm-hmm. So I, I noticed that this time. Um, I do remember though with, I loved that dance, especially when I was younger, I still do. Um, but when I was 11 and watching this for the first time, I didn't understand, like, that the illusion is an illusion. Like, I really, she's so good at it that she, I really thought she was, like, putting her whole body between her legs. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Chloe, you're an acrobat, apparently. (laughs) Watch out, Brooke. Literally. Brooke's career was just squashed. Her whole persona. But we have Cry next, and Melissa... Cries as soon as she hears the music. Yep. She cried last episode mm-hmm. because of the talent. Mm-hmm. It overwhelmed her again. Um, And we see the music issue again, too, because... <laughs> first of all, I think this is our first introduction to the Maddie face. Oh, it is. Which is great. Mm-hmm. You know? this. The, I mean, this dance, like, started an era. It did. So, cultural reset. Cultural reset sure. again. Like, the third one in this episode. Um, And we see... Maddie is dancing and it's like the chorus of the song where she's like, I don't want to do anything but cry. And Maddie has the biggest smile on her face. so happy (laughs) to be crying. And I would just think that that means that the music wasn't synced up Mm -hmm. to the right moment. I noticed that in the group dance too. Like Mm -hmm. their moves just weren't with the beat sometimes. And I was like, I think there's an issue. Mm -hmm. So Lifetime, we're on to you. We see you. You can't hide. Right. You need to post more choreographers cut yes. of the earlier seasons. Yes. Um, and then we get to what is obviously the pinnacle of dance for this episode. Why can't we be friends? The duet of Vivian McKenzie. It is like 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's how long the dance actually was because I don't think they could remember much more. At yeah. least Vivi couldn't. McKenzie no. probably could. And so my favorite part is at the end, McKenzie is just showing up. Mm-hmm. the choreography she's doing like walkovers and cartwheels literally in a circle around Vivi while she shimmies from the shoulders up Vivi's like voguing but yeah. she doesn't get it so she's just shimmying mm-hmm. um right before they go on stage one of my favorite moments of the episode is you know Kat I guess I, I imagine they asked Kathy if she was nervous and she said you know Vivi's a lot like her mother she's fabulous she's talented she's gorgeous and she perseveres and that voiceover is playing as they're showing a clip of Vivi and Kenzie warming up backstage, and Vivi just falls on everything. <laughs> they're supposed to do, like, a holding hands, like, cartwheel kind of deal. Mm-hmm. That's too much for Vivi. Like, that's too much for... I can't do a handstand. Oh, I've never God. been able to do a handstand. Yeah. Like, we have no room to talk, but we're going to continue to. Vivi, Vivi's broken finger has more talent for dance than I do. Literally. But I'll still sit here and talk about it. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like we're qualified. Yeah. I really think we should judge a competition one day. I think we could do it. I think point. we should judge the competitions where they give feedback live on stage. The New York Dance Experience. Yes. With um, <laughs> Rochelle. Rochelle Rack. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Um, Season nine of Dance Moms that apparently isn't happening. We'll take it over. Yep. Okay, great. We'll sign um, the contract. Lifetime, we're here. So, uh, yeah, afterwards, Addie's like, you remembered it? You hit the bar was low, but you hit it. That's I have to go get ready for the group dance. Now. That's <laughs> like, literally what she said. Literally. But after the solos of Maddie and Chloe, Abby likes Chloe in this first season. I realized that she was so much nicer to Chloe. She realized yeah. that she was a really good dancer. I don't know when that changed. I don't know. But that horrible clip exists from like season eight mm-hmm. when she came back and she's like, I never wanted Chloe to win, but she yeah. always did. I'm like, what, what happened really? Was it really just Christy that threw you over the edge? And so you hated Chloe? I think, I think we'll get there. I think it's season four. I have some theories. Okay. We'll get um, there. But like, she was so incredibly nice to her compared mm-hmm. to what she is. She called her an incredible dancer like four times. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um, and then it's time. It's electricity. They're getting ready for the group dance. There's the dramatic walk down the stairs mm-hmm. in the lobby of this mm-hmm. Lancaster PA hotel for StarQuest. Mm-hmm. Also, can we just discuss that? They keep talking about Lancaster PA being this, like, Amish town where people ride buggies. They're like, in like, a city. <laughs> this is literally, it's like a, it's a competition that looks just like every other competition they go to. Mm-hmm. It's in a huge convention center. They show shots of the town and it has a movie theater like it has a whole town square sort of area interesting <laughs> you know, something's I, not adding up here i just don't think that i would go to those moms to learn urban studies oh no never so would you go to those moms to learn anything uh how to do a front twist of my hair oh my god i'd go to christy for that yeah. there was a tutorial put somewhere oh did god, i make that up i want to try it Okay. We'll find it. We'll find it. We'll yeah. Find it. If you know it, send it to us. Link it down. We will literally somewhere. if someone sends it to us, like we will try it for next episode. We will record we'll do like a live stream. <laughs> Can you imagine this live? Y'all. You get to see the dogs that keep barking, so it wouldn't work. Um so what did you so okay, watching the dance fully, what did you what did you think? What were your thoughts? First, they come out, they look great. Like, regardless of what we've already talked about with the costumes, the dance is good. They're mm-hmm. doing great. They love the dance. Mm-hmm. Everything's together. Again, the music is not lining up sometimes, which Again, is not yeah. their fault. But it's fine until there's Nia in the back really taking in. It's all about the butt mm-hmm. critique that Abby gave. And then the drop down to the floor where they open their knees. It's only, like, three of them. Yeah. Those are, like, the only two moves that, like, stress me out a little bit. Yeah. Those are the exact two moments that I was like, okay, yeah, this is a little much. Like, I see it. But other than that, the dance is pretty just, like, dynamic and, mm-hmm. like, loud. I also think, I think if you took off the socks, it would be a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember in season two when they're doing the um, the um, bully episode with Peyton. Peyton. She says, we're going to put the socks on so you look like bad Catholic students. Yeah. And so that's clearly what she's going for. Um, I really think if you took the socks off, it really wouldn't have been that bad. Abby, read the room. Again. Read the room. Um, yeah. I just, I thought that I liked the dance, actually. Yeah. Again, I think it's literally, it's, it's those two moves specifically. 
I think them flashing to the audience and having all these gasps in the audience, I don't think any of that actually happened because it, it sounded either. the same every time. So I think that was added for dramatic effect. Lifetime mm-hmm. specialty, <laughs> dramatic effect. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I think, you know, after after the dance ends, Christy and Holly are very stressed. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're like, that was awful. Holly's saying she doesn't want anyone from her school to be seeing that dance. And I'm just sitting here thinking, I don't think you want anyone from your school seeing any of this show. Right. Um, including this dance, but also a lot of other right. things. Also, season one, Holly is so, like, the voice of reason and respectful. Mm-hmm. Like, they really corrupted her. Because the way she was speaking to Abby in this episode versus, like, season five, mm-hmm. Nia doing music videos and Abby hating it. Like, the two parallels of that mm-hmm. is insane. The Venn diagram is two separate circles. Literally. Yeah. Never will connect. Never. There is no similarities. No. We'll get there. Um, She's really adopting... Chrissy is there from the beginning. Yeah. Oh, for sure. She never changes, but... Um, I think... I also think the thing that um, was sort of interesting was the moms kept... Or not the moms... Holly and Christy kept saying that they were afraid that this was going to get disqualified. And we know now that there are a couple times that the girls get their dances disqualified. Um, like one time they were going to bring live fire onto the stage. And so they got disqualified when mm-hmm. the competition found out about that. I just think they keep saying we're going to get disqualified because there's rules in the handbook that say it has to be appropriate for the age level. Appropriate subjective right. to begin with. Second, they're making it sound like this competition only exists in Lancaster. Right. When it's not. Like, that's the whole point is that they have competitions this in different places. This could have places. been on the West Coast. <laughs> so it's not like the handbook changes right. because they go to a more conservative area. And also, it makes it look like they were disqualified or didn't win anything. But then Abby mentioned something about it's hard not being the overall winner. So I have a feeling they won something in their age category and they just never show it. Well, they're, they, it was proven that was they it? actually end up getting barred from continuing to go to Star Quest. Oh. <laughs> um, because, at, so, so anyway, so we get to awards yeah. and um, we find out that Maddie wins, Chloe is second. We don't hear anything about the duet. We all kind of forget that that happened. <laughs> and then the, the, we don't see the group placing they right. go through slots five through places fly, five through one and they show a clip of each dance as it's announced and they're all you know girls who are covered at least their stomachs are covered maybe they're covered head to toe maybe they're wearing tights and a full costume really trying to get that message across that they lost because they were wearing right quote-unquote inappropriate costumes and apparently Starquest banned them from going to any more competitions oh. because that was all wrong and so they were presenting the competition results differently than they were actually done. Not surprising, but I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. So. Uh, Starquest has beef. Starquest has beef. Oh my god. Um, but you know who doesn't have beef? Sheer talent. <laughs> they intensity. went to the fierce star power. Use the rest of those. Um. I did. I think the confrontation between Holly, Christie, and Abby is probably 
I think that they had, I think Christy and Holly had the most reason to have a confrontation, but it might have been the least dramatic confrontation of the show. Right. They were like pretty reasonable. It was pretty reasonable. Abby was listening. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> she looked like she was like dying inside. Yeah. Christy, Christy's whole point, And I think she says this a lot over the course of the show. And I think she does have a point with this is she keeps saying to Abby, you know, you don't have kids and it's different when you have kids. It's different when it's your own kid up there. And Abby's like, okay, but I raise these kids. You know, I do all these things for these kids. And it's just, you can love those kids like they're your own, but they're not your own. Like, right. you just don't, like, you don't yeah. get that. Um, so that that kind of talking point comes up for the first time in this episode. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of the end of it. Yeah. Like, there's no dressing room argument. We don't even see the dressing room in this episode. No, we don't. Which is the bus was the dressing room for, like, two <laughs> seconds, and that was about it. Yeah. So there's no, you know, no one's headpiece comes off, thank God. Oh, thank God. I could I could never see that happen again and be so okay with it. Mm-hmm. But, but season four, that was painful. May we rest in peace. Um, Our trauma. Yeah, I don't know. So what over, overall thoughts of the episode? I think this is where we get to see, it's a little more dramatic than the first episode. It's mm-hmm. not, I mean, other than the fact that they didn't like the costume, there wasn't like, any kind of power struggle, except, mm-hmm. I mean, their argument, Holly and Chrissy and Abby at the end, I guess, was a little bit of something. Yeah. But it was calm. Yeah. The screaming, it wasn't there. There was Christy's breakdown, which I guess is would take up the time that there usually is some kind of, like, storm into Studio A. Yeah. Problem. I liked Kathy. Mm-hmm. She was funny. Kathy spiced it up a little bit. She did. Without causing any, like, actual drama. They're just confused why she's there. Right. So, overall pretty calm episode yeah and we like you said before we got a lot of one-liners from this episode we that were just funny what did you think um i liked i liked there being solos yeah I, and i really liked this is gonna sound stupid but like it's fun when they're like these iconic solos that you remember mm-hmm. um because i mean once you get to like late season three definitely seasons four and five there are all these dances that if you just gave me the title and the style of it, I could not have told you who did it. Because there's right. just so many at that point. Mm-hmm. But it's like, we all know Baby Mine. Like, we all know Cry. It's fun to see that. Like, it's kind of fun to know what happens. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's fun to watch the girls, like, do well and feel good about themselves. Yeah. And we, I also think we get to hear more of the girls' feelings on things. They mm-hmm. kind of stop doing that. Yeah. So... It was nice. It was also nice to, like, see their friendships a mm-hmm. little bit. Like, this is all... I also... I was thinking about this a little bit. Like, the show... Uh, this is episode two. Like, nothing had aired yet. So, I'm just thinking that everybody in the competition hall not related to the Abby Lee Dance Company was probably, like, who are these people? What's Why are there on? cameras? Like, what? what is this? I bet. I didn't even think about that. How it was not a thing. Mm-mm. People were very confused. Yeah. The competitions were probably, like, what... What are you asking me to do? Like, huh? But, like, overall, this episode's called Wildly Inappropriate, but it's pretty wholesome. Right. (laughs) For the most part. So, okay, so if you were Abby, and now it's week three, how would you do the pyramid based on this week's results? Oh, my gosh. I would put Chloe. She didn't win. I mean, I guess I'd put Maddie at the top because she won. Mm -hmm. But I'd want to put Chloe at the top, but that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. So it would be Maddie at the top, Mm -hmm. Chloe's next. Then I'd put... I think Nia deserves some kind of recognition for what she was forced to do. <laughs> so I think I do Nia and Brooke because Brooke had a few tricks. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, or do we need, 
do we acknowledge Vivian McKenzie's duet? That I, they, I mean, they didn't mess it up. I think that next episode is the first time Vivian's on the pyramid. But she's at the bottom. Right. She's at, like, the last spot. But she's on the pyramid. Right. So I'm just going to follow... I'm going to keep them at the bottom. Mm-hmm. They, they were okay. Mm-hmm. But it, the, obviously the group dance was harder. So I'll do Nia, Brooke, Paige, McKenzie, Vivi. Is mm-hmm. that everyone? Yeah, that's everyone. I think that's how I did it. How about you? I think it's hard because, like, Paige and Nia didn't do anything wrong. They just didn't have the opportunity to do anything to get themselves higher on the pyramid. Right. Um, but I would. I think I would put Maddie on top because she did win, and that is how this works. Um, I would then do Chloe, obviously, because she did a great job, so that's the second row. Um, also in the second row, I think I'd do Paige because I think Paige really excelled in this dance. Okay. Like, she looked great. She did a good job. I thought she stood out for good reasons. Um, I think I'd honestly put Brooke and Nia in the middle row, too. Okay. And just have it be, like, a weird-style pyramid. Abby's um, never opposed to that. <laughs> you get to see lots of shapes. <laughs> Abby never took geometry. Literally. <laughs> Where she said, screw it. She said, what's a pyramid? <laughs> um, and then I... Yeah, so I would... I think I'd have all four of them in the middle row because... They all did a great job in the mm-hmm. dance. Like, they did what they yeah, could. No one messed had. it up. No. It's not like the they can't flash back to how they did with Party 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 and Nia, like, no. falling out of an elbow stand. Like, no. none of that happened. No. And then I would, I guess I'd put Kenzie and Vivi on the bottom. Right. It just, again, they did what they could with what they had. And the fact that they're half the age of Brooke. Right. And there was no, like, acknowledgement. Like, did they win anything? We don't know. We have no idea. So, they get the bottom. It is interesting to think about how Brooke is so much older than Kenzie and Vivi. Right. And that's why Kelly's the first one to say, when they're when Melissa's saying that Kathy's coming and her daughter's six, Kathy, Kelly's like, like, what six? the heck? I think <laughs> Kelly's like, probably what? afraid that she's just going to keep bringing on six and seven-year-olds and then they'll be Brooke. <laughs> Foreshadowing. True. That pretty much happens. Abby hates when they get older. Yep. She's like, when you're out of the junior category, I'm done with I'm you. I'm done. Bye. W. Allen. Yeah, so I don't know. Did you think the episode was wildly inappropriate? No, not at all. (laughs) I really don't. I wish they would have named it Prostatots. Because, I mean, why not? Because it wasn't that inappropriate. I mean. No, it gets so much worse. It really does. The bar goes so much lower. And it gets, like, offensive. I mean, it, this, look, here's the thing. In the grand scheme of Dance Moms episodes, this one still hasn't been pulled from the air. Facts. What is the episode called where they do the showgirl one? I don't think I ever even saw it on TV. I saw, like, one rogue clip on YouTube. I definitely watched it. I think the um, the dance was called Fantastic, and F-A-N is capital. Right. Because they're dancing with fans. Um I remember that Chloe has, like, a really great solo in that episode, and it's really it's it's really good for her well-being that that episode is pulled from the internet because of the beef jerky commercial, oh. but it is too bad because that is a great solo, and she did a great job. So sad. I want to see it. If anyone has, like, a secret link to, like, a 123 Movies website Literally. or a Put Locker. It's kind of impressive that that has disappeared so much, considering. There's nothing. Like, there's an, that could not happen today. No. People would have that, like, recorded. Oh, for sure. We'll get there. There'll, well, be, a bre- there'll be an awkward gap in season two. Literally. <laughs> we'll skip a few things. There's just no episode nine. It's okay. 
We'll forgive and forget. You know, it'll be like that sometimes. Yeah, well, the next episode is Cheerleader Blues. Cheerleader Blues has one of my favorite group dances. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. And that song, so good. I'm ready. I can't wait. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, You can actually, if you have thoughts, opinions, you disagree with us, you agree with us, Mm -hmm. you want to send us Christy's um, tutorial on how to do a French twist, you can actually email us at stilllivingonthedancefloor at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Maybe we'll have, like, you know how on Glee they do, like, the Glee of the Week? Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll have someone, like, maybe we'll have a fan be at the top of the pyramid. Yeah, I was like, who wants to be at the top of the pyramid? Yep. We'll see. All right. See y'all next week.